Okay, so now we're for recording, and this is for Ain't is a Word. That's the name of my podcast. It is a word. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so did you know the name of the podcast? No, I had no idea. You never listened to this podcast. I'm sorry. All right. I don't sit for long periods of time. Well, I'm going to need you to be familiar with the podcast. Um, so um, Courtney Moore is the special guest on This Ain't is a Word, mm-hmm. and she is a coworker of mine who has told me that she can find a snake on my property within 10 minutes. Easy. Easy money. <laughs> so she's, um, a, where'd you go to school? So I went to school at Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College. It's a small little college down in Tifton, South, South Georgia. And and you got a degree in wildlife management. Correct. And you're now working as a detention officer. With <laughs> in the, cow- the jail. <laughs> That's logical. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. a logical step. Checks out. Checks out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right, so we're going to have you down to see if you can indeed find a snake. I, I definitely can, especially if, with it getting warmer. If you find a snake on my property, we're selling the property. Yeah, that's fine. I'll but I'm you... keeping the snake. <laughs> how many how many um, poison snakes in the state? Oh, no, I can't I say poisonous. Say, ah, she got on to me. She's like, there are no poisonous snakes. Here. Yeah, yeah um, they're venomous. venomous. Mm-hmm. So, okay, first off, what's the difference between poison and venom? So poison, I, there's like a saying that says poison if... You bite it and you die, it's poisonous. If it bites you and you die, it's venomous. So it's like ingested versus injected kind of. Okay. Well, ain't is a word. Just got educational. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. This mm-hmm. is a... Uh, all right. So how many venomous snakes are there in the state of Georgia? Six. Of those mm-hmm. six venomous snakes, how um, many... Like, are they like all over the place? I mean, obviously, most of them are regional. Like, where we are right now, we'll, the pro Probably the only things we'd ever, ever see would be a copperhead, water moccasin, a timber rattlesnake every now and then. Mm. But how? Okay, so if I get bit by one of those, how long do I have before I'm dead? You're going to be fine. Really? You're going to be okay. Yeah, oh, you're going to make... I've been scared of snakes. No, you're going to be 110% okay. I thought that you had, like, you had to, like, suck the venom out of my leg or something to no, rush really, me to the like, hospital. No, the only place you really got to be worried about is if you get bit by a timber rattlesnake in the Okefenokee Swamp. That's when you need to be like, all right, call your family and tell them oh. you're like. Dumb. All right, well, I'm not going to the Okefenokee Swamp. Mm-hmm. Of the six venomous snakes in the state of Georgia, or in the southeast, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, if I bit any of those six, would they become poisonous snakes? No. Okay. No, you're going right. to be fine. <laughs> so I, have, I know the difference between poison and venom. Right. And I can bite any snake that I can. Yeah, across. just go ahead. I mean, it'll probably bite you back, and then, then you Then it be becomes like, venom. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> So before we started, um, like right before we hit enter or record, mm-hmm. there was, um, you saw a bookmark of Edgar Allan Poe that mm-hmm. I have. And um, I said, you like him? You said you did. And you said he would be one of two people that you would bring back to life if yes. you could. Bring. All right. And why Edgar Allan Poe? I mean, all of his writings, we, so in high school, obviously, um, we read a bunch of his works. And I just like the kind of dark, yeah. you know, twisted, <clears throat> demented how his headspace worked. Like, I just I just thought that was fascinating. So I would like to bring him back and just, like, talk to him. Okay, what would you ask Edgar Allan Poe? I really don't know. Well, first off, i tell him to write some more stuff because I wanna, I'm, like, out of stuff to read from him. So I'd be like, He hasn't had a new book more? in a while. Correct. Or so that's story. kind of unfortunate. So he needs to get on top of that. Um, but really, I don't, I don't know. I just would want to just talk to him, see, you know, what in his life, you know, kind of made him, like, was that his release? Like, how yeah. did he perceive life? Is it exactly how it was as he was writing? Yeah. Or was it 
He, it, that was just his release. He, he didn't have a happy life, right? No, he, he didn't. Didn't he die of alcoholism? He, or, you know, he yeah. Didn't. And I think his childhood was like really messed up too. So, um, He might not have known the difference between a poison snake and a venomous snake. I don't think he That would. would lead someone to a life of despair. Correct. To not know the difference. I didn't know the difference. Yeah. Like my and life is now it's instantly happy. happy. Yeah. yeah. All of my sad stories that I write for the paper, they're going to be gone yeah. now. It's going to be like, I love snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Who, um, so who's the second person that you would bring back? Theodore Roosevelt. And why would you bring back Theodore Roosevelt? So I've been, well, I loved him from the start because I've always been obsessed with like, like the outside and like nature and like conservation. And as a president, he was really the only one that was focused on conservation. And he was an outdoorsman and he had like all kinds of cool animals. Like he had, a, like, that's why the teddy bear is yeah. the teddy bear. He had, Wasn't he one of the bear. Rough Riders or something? Mm-hmm. Is that that guy? Yeah, I just thought just his whole ideals. I, I loved him just from reading about him. Obviously, I've never known him, but reading about well, if you movie. if you believe in reincarnation, you may have known him. I may have. I may have met him. I don't know your beliefs on reincarnation, but um, okay. Well, that's very interesting too. Um, <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe and Teddy Roosevelt. Correct. <laughs> All right. Is there anyone else that would who, who, round out your top three? Who's your Who's your third? Man. Athlete, celebrity, uh, uh, political figure. Mm. Well, I think Teddy Roosevelt's the only political figure because I don't I don't like politics ever. I don't well, know. Well, there goes one of our sponsors, by God. Yeah, sorry. I don't know who I had offended. a political I'm sorry. sponsor I'm sorry. lined up for this show, <laughs> and you just cost me sponsorship. My bad. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would like to bring back, it's not a political figure or, you know, anyone famous, but I want to bring back my great granddad because I knew he, he was alive for the first couple years of my life and, but obviously I was too young to know him yeah. but the more I talk to like my family and find out about him I realize that me and him were very similar because really no one else in my family loves the outdoors like I do or is it obsessed with I say obsessed like enjoys snakes and lizards and frogs but apparently he did where did, so, where did great grandpa live he lives in South Carolina okay mm-hmm. what do you do for a living he was, he worked in some sort of factory, but they said every weekend, you know, he was outdoors. He had his he was big into bird hunting, so he would bring his bird dogs with him. Like that's the type of guy. So he do you was. just go out and go camping and stuff like? Oh yeah. Like in a tent, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. roughing. Like it? R- like not glamping, like yeah. camping. Yeah. I kind of want to do that, mm-hmm. so I might get with you to see like what I've always I, I like being off grid or like I like aspiring to be off grid, like, right. like and self sustainable. You know, we we've got the chickens we just got rid of. But we're, anyway, like the the honeybees, the, the I just everything self sufficient. I like the right. gardening and all that stuff. So um, yeah, all right, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about your childhood because last week when we were coming back from the recruiting thing, you were talking about how you kind of moved all over the country and Texas and everywhere. Georgia, a couple times, Virginia. What brought you to Coweta County? So. Nothing brought me. My dad brought us. So <laughs> I was born into a military family. So every three years it was, you know, pack it up, move it out somewhere new. Um, I started my life in Georgia or in Texas and then, you know, moved to Virginia and then Georgia and all around. Um, so I've gotten to live some pretty neat places. Did you do, you, do you think that you had a problem like making friends in school that you were always the new person? I think... Like, when I was younger, I was extremely shy and closed and reserved, and that's not me anymore. Not I don't clear. know what snapped. I don't know what changed. But I think that probably had something to do with it. I mean, I was always known as, like, 
the quiet one, even in my family. I find that hard to believe. Right. And that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's just funny looking back how how much I've changed through that. But I do think it had something to do with, you know, pick up, move up, move out. Did you do three did years. you make good grades in school? Yes. I was I was always on top of my schoolwork, that's for sure, but I just never really I wasn't outgoing. You know, I had my little group of friends every everywhere we were. But I was never like, oh, let's go do this or let's go that. I would rather stay at home and do, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, if you had to go anywhere that you ever lived before, mm-hmm. where, where's your spot? Um, so just, we used to live in uh, Springfield, Virginia. And that one would be cool just because on the weekend, you can make a weekend trip up to D.C. And there's always there's always something to do in D.C., whether it's, you know, like live music or going to the Smithsonian. Or get or your COVID monument, shot or buy a new mask. Shot. Yeah, uh, all that I've stuff. read about Virginia. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. But I like, so I like Virginia, or at least that area for that part is there was always something to do up there. But I also like Texas because we were really close to other of our families and there was you know, you could always go out to the rivers or lakes, you know, outdoors. So there, everywhere I've lived, there's always been cool things to do, but different stuff to do. Like in Georgia, my grandparents are less than an hour and a half away now, and they live on the lake, so we get to go up there and do that. So there's different things in everywhere we live that I, I would be okay going right. back to. And then mm-hmm. I assume that you're pretty happy where you work. So, yes. So you're not, like, yes. looking for to move or anything like that. What, um, you're quite a fascinating person. <laughs> to an extent, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I was leading into you uh, train MMA weekly. Right. So mm-hmm. so in addition to finding snakes in mm-hmm. less than 10 minutes, you also uh, can fight. Right. All right. To and the best of my ability. There right. you go. So I feel like there's no reason that you shouldn't try out for, like, the UFC, like, if you start training. I think I, think I could pull it off. You know, I'm young enough. You're young. Yeah. Like, why, why, aren't we, why aren't we going this route? I think, you know, mm, you, have you a, might make more money. Yeah, you have I mean, a you train with a guy who was a retired professional fighter. Yeah, he's he's really good. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like at your at your age and size, um, what do you like a straw weight? I'm thinking Just I, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you should do this. I might. It could be some extra like pocket change or something. It would be good On pocket the weekend, change. You know, the weekends we don't work, just be in the cage, I guess. And then it would give you extra credibility in, in, in down in the jail when you're working. Right, like, coming, coming to with work a with a black eye, be like, yeah, <laughs> nah, she's tough. I ain't gonna mess with her. <laughs> so, um, what? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else I can ask you. Uh, we've talked about books, mm-hmm. and Ed, who is your favorite writer? Is Eddie Brown and Poe your favorite? I don't know if he. Oh. I don't want to offend him in any ways. Well, he's but, deceased. Yeah, I know. But when he comes back to talk to me. Oh, he's going to. Yeah. The first part of y'all's conversation is going to be awkward because right. you're going to say that like, Judy Bloom was your favorite writer. Uh, definitely not. Oh, I'm sorry, Judy Bloom. Oh, no. listening. I don't know if she's deceased or <laughs> yeah, not. I don't either. Right. Um, well, I really don't have a favorite writer. I love all. Have all you ever read Louis Grizzard? I have. He's my mm-hmm. favorite writer. Mm-hmm. And he's not, I mean, he just wrote newspaper columns. Right. He's my favorite, I think. David Sedaris is really good. Have you ever read him? I don't think I If I have, I didn't know. I need to give you one of his books. Mm-hmm. and then. Uh, but as far as like the old school stuff, huh? Mark Twain. I like Mark Twain. Yeah. I would like to talk. I'd talk to Mark Twain before I talked to Edgar Allan Poe. Really? I think Mark Twain. He did. He probably had some cool adventures, though. He had, yeah. He, he went uh, down to mighty Mississippi. Right. That is your outdoorsman right there. There you go. Because I think yeah, his last name. Bring him back, too. Because his last name is, or his, Mike Mark Twain, and I'll say this wrong, but it doesn't matter. I think that, like, if I remember this correctly, like, when you stick something like the big long pole off the side of the boat, mm-hmm. 
back in those days, you were marking the twain or something like. Yeah, I know there's some sort of because that's not his real name. Yeah, his real name is like Samuel Clemens, right, I believe, right. and I think Mark Twain is like how you judge the depth of the water that the boat was in something or something like that. Like that. So yeah. if I'm right, I'm gonna come off pretty smart. The odds of me being right. Wrong. Oh well. We'll edit that part out. That's not his real name. That's all we know for sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. But I, I would like to talk to Mark Twain. He was very clever. Like he had like just some really like good one line quotes, mm-hmm. and he and he always kind of digged on the government, which I'm always for. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, do you have a favorite band or musician? Honestly, it's hard for me to pick favorites of anything because it'll switch like by the time. Like next week, it'll be different. What kind of music does a twenty-something, early twenty-something year old listen to? I listen literally to everything, everything. Yeah, because we listen to everything on the way. To I was Dutch about to say well. alternative country, like anything. I I enjoy it all. What's your favorite movie? <sighs> um, I would say I really like Avatar, the one with the blue people. Mm. I've always liked that one I don't, for I, some reason. I, I've heard Avatar before. Yeah. Like the blue people on a different planet, but it's kind of got like the subliminal, subliminal like you know, the government sucks and humans are destroyed. I think every movie, like, yeah, yeah, every movie in the last fifteen years has been a, like a subliminal message about um, society being bad. Right, and that's kind of what it was. And it's an older movie now. They're coming out with a new one at the end of this year. Or something. Have you ever seen the movie Tombstone? No, I haven't. All right, well, that's your new favorite movie. You just got to watch okay. it. That's it the, will be. It's the greatest movie yeah. ever. All right, well, I can't. Um, think of anything else that I want to talk about on this podcast of Ain't Is A Word, especially since I now know that you've never heard of Ain't Is A Word, nor yeah, have you ever sorry. listened to an episode of it. I will I will change that later. <laughs> I'll go look it up. Yeah, buddy. Um, and then uh, we have a new sponsor, um, but uh, I'll say that for the next one because I can't remember the name of them. And that's not, sorry, new sponsor. Hang on a second. What is it? This is probably a good way to lose a sponsor is to not know their name. That's okay. Man, yeah, I have, I'm going to lose this sponsor on That's the okay. first time doing a sponsor. Thank you, Courtney Moore. You're welcome. <laughs>